How long has it been since our last episode? A month and a half. Yeah, say probably six weeks. It's a little bit more than a high of a hiatus than we intended to take. Yeah, yeah. But yeah when you said like, "Hey, it's okay if we take little breaks every now and then," like Tyler, it's been month and a half. Been I a mean, month and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. You guys ready to go? I think so. Okay, everyone, thank you for tuning in to the movie rubric. I am Timothy McDaniel. Call right, Josh Glass, and uh, we're back, baby. Um, I wish I thought about having M and M's. Do 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 like without me to start playing. <laughs> Guess who's back? Here's the thing: we gotta have fans to care about that we even left. That's true. <laughs> I don't even realize, even realize we realize we're gone. I hey, had a speaking of fans, I made a Facebook post, and still, you guys don't share the Facebook posts. In my defense, there's no defense. I don't get on. I don't use Facebook. It's a sep- Josh exceptionally. You, you know what I did though? What'd I saw do? that you posted, but as a responsible employee, I could not get on Facebook to share it. During work hours. <laughs> so by the time I got out of work, I forgot you about forgot it. You forgot about it. Okay. I, the last time I used Facebook halfway seriously was the Coke thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should talk about, but maybe next time we have him on, he can talk about yeah. it. Yeah. But that was the last time I used Facebook. Jonah out here uh, trolling. <laughs> trolling the whole town. He's a pro at it. <laughs> he was uh, great. So we are back. I'm very happy to be back. It's been a month and a half as we were just talking about, and uh, we've been gone. Um. Life got busy. I'm in the middle of musical season, and one of us bought a house. Congratulations. <laughs> you don't don't look excited. You look sad. Are you sad you bought a house? No, because, well, there was all my money, but. Uh... <laughs> you look that so. Concert tickets. Is yeah, that... Sorry about that. I hit the wrong button. I was my trying to goodness. drop a marker. Pausing. I was trying to drop a marker. It's this button. There it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> my gosh. So you bought concert tickets in a house, but you should still look happy. Yeah, but. It's been a lot of work, Tyler. It's been a lot. <laughs> it has. I mean, I've been there the last two Saturdays. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm it's so, all right. I would uh, like. I to volunteer come help myself. You. So. I would like to come help you guys. Just unfortunately, busy. Uh, we gotta have musical practice on the day of conveniently. <laughs> hey, we're not having musical practice this Saturday. What are you doing? Probably working on the house. I'll be there. Let okay. me know what I gotta okay, do. It's, it's recorded now. <laughs> <laughs> Want me to pause it again and edit that? <laughs> I'm gonna edit that out yeah. in the actual post. I'll one. pull it up when you say when you have some other plans that arise. Yeah, I will say you did inspire me, Cole. Um, painting your house, we have unfinished rooms in our house, and inspired Elena and I. It's like we need to finish painting our house, and um, we were in a big discussion as to what to paint. What will be the music room? And we've landed on agreeable gray. That's the way to go. Nice. <laughs> only we agree- actually got a swatch of agreeable gray in our house, too. Only agreeable gray. We we helped you with your house, and we were like, you know, I think we're the only one of our friends without agreeable gray. And um, it didn't look bad. It looked good, and it pairs with just about everything. So I said, it's agreeable. It's cheap. Let's just paint the room in agreeable gray, and we can do something different down the road if we want to. So. There you go. So did you guys paint it yet? Not yet, oh, no. Okay. But we are like going to go pipe paint um probably next weekend um maybe not because i'm helping him now at his house so that was going to be a painting day but not yeah, anymore oh, yeah, baby you if you're listening to this i'm sorry i made plans yeah <laughs> so um another thing i'm less happy about with your house is you didn't bring that door did you no because my other door didn't come come in today okay it's probably gonna be next week when i deliver your door cole's new house has this ratchet old crotchety deteriorating wooden door on the front Mm -hmm. and my wife has decided that she wants to paint that door and hang it up in our own home you do isn't it shorter than a regular door though it's shorter but it's not it's not gonna be used for a door oh like she just wants to paint it just art it's 
decor. Okay. And like put it up in the living room. Oh, okay. And maybe you weren't there. I was not there that time. But I tried to gather a defense. Like, babe, this is ridiculous. And I turned to maybe the worst room in the world. I thought they were a bunch of sensible, like, home decor, you know, professionals. You know, the group of ladies that was there. And I said, ladies, tell her that's ridiculous. And they were like, oh, my gosh, that would be so cute. You should. And I was like, I lost. <laughs> what they don't realize is her ideas for it so far has been a goose wearing armor going to battle for a paint. Um, okay. She talked about doing the three different panels as the three Twilight books. And I said no to that one. I yeah. said I'm. <laughs> you nixed that I one. I very rarely, uh, really never, ever say as like absolutely no. But yeah. I said no to that one. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Gotta say no to the Twilight. Anything else new happen with you guys? No, really. just no. been busy. We're all tired. That's okay. We're rusty. Yep. Let's get into it. You're Let's getting see. our A game today. We are. I'm getting the A plus game. A plus A plus game. game. Yep. All righty. Let's get into the actual movie. Uh, this episode, we are talking about Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit spoiler free about it. Um, but first off, as always, did you guys like it? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I, I'll give it a thumbs up. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. thought it was really good. It was... um lighthearted, mm-hmm. which I'm very happy about because being D&D and some of the themes that D&D can encompass, mm-hmm. I was worried they might go more of like a Lord of the Rings, like the new Amazon show, like super dark, you know, mm. route, but they did not. They went the opposite and I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I think, was it rated PG-13? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I didn't notice any blood or anything, so I assumed it was. There were some brutal looking yeah. moments, but no yeah, blood Yeah, but really. there was no blood, no gore left your imagination. Yeah. Like Open. it should be, because like it it's D&D. Yeah, exactly. Um, something, I think I said it to you when we were standing out in the lobby. It's very rare nowadays that you get a lighthearted, just silly movie that's made for adults. I mean, it goes the other way. So like, you do have like Anchorman, but even those aren't being made as much anymore. But just like as far as like a movie, you can just shut your brain off and enjoy and it's fun. Mm-hmm. You have to go to a kid's movies for that. And like, that's why so many people love Shrek. Yeah, You know, it's in that weird spot where... Yes, it's maybe an adult movie, but mm-hmm. it's also a kid's movie. I'm really happy that this was for sure an adult movie. Yeah. But it was hilarious and it was shut your brain off and just enjoy this awesome magical world. Yep. I, I like that. I like that part of it a lot. It was a lot of fun. Uh, my wife went <clears throat> and she was worried because she's never played D&D that she wouldn't understand it. I was like, it's, it's just going to be a fun movie. I, that's what I thought going into it. And thankfully coming out of it, I was I was correct. So Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, what was your guys' thoughts on like um, the players saying that before they filmed this movie, they made character sheets and they sat down and they played as their characters? Oh, I hadn't heard that. You hadn't heard that? Didn't that happened? Supposedly. I don't believe it. I don't at all. I don't believe it either. You don't think so? Um, a couple reasons. Are we getting the spoilers yet? I don't think so. Okay. No, but like one... They've never said who the DM was. Like, did one of the other players DM? Did they bring in a DM? Who was the DM? And while they Matt have Mercer. released... They brought in Matt Mercer, I'm sure. <laughs> but no, because Matt Mercer said, we've had nothing to do with this movie. Oh, really? Like, he was very open. Like, hey, okay. they, we've had nothing to do with this movie. Which is shocking. Yeah. You would he think the face of d You would think they would the give him a like, cameo or That's something. what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, have him be the voice of a dragon or an orc or something. Or, like, yeah. have him just... Man standing in corner, right? <laughs> <laughs> corner man number four. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, nothing. He was not involved in the movie. So that's like my first assumption. And then two, there are 
things they did in this movie that like rule lawyers will like put on their suit and be like, actually, you can't do that because of page 554 <laughs> of the. Yeah, no, um, I'm not going to be one of those people. I'm going to try not to be. <laughs> um, You'll end up being that. Well, I probably will be. Um, I'm going to try not to be one of those people. But there are a lot of things they did that their characters did in the movie that is not really feasible if you were to play it like in the board game version, like the tabletop version. Mm -hmm. So I just have doubts as to whether they actually did that. I feel like it's got to be a publicity stunt. I could be wrong. I mean, they may have played as their characters just to get like inspiration for the world, but I'm sure director cinematography and everything, you know, in the act of making a movie trumped like D and D rules for sure. So I don't find it completely unfeasible, yeah, or unbelievable. But I also didn't see that quote either. I just I want to know, I want to know who the DM was, yeah, because that's gonna uh, make my believability like a lot higher. Um, so I had uh, one more thing to ask about before we go into spoilers, and I can't remember what it was. So I for I normally I have a laptop in front of me, and sometimes even a whole second monitor. Mm-hmm. I don't have any of that today, so I'm gonna try not to stare at my phone to like look at my notes. But I feel naked. A plus game. Yeah, right it's here. The, the, you just gotta the, go off the cuff all the time. It's the return of the Mac. It's the return of the <laughs> podcast. Here it is. Alrighty. Um, any last things you guys would like to add for people who are maybe on the fence about going to see this movie? I mean, I didn't mean to hit the table. I don't know why I did you that. You do that every episode, <laughs> and you usually say, "I didn't mean, I didn't to, mean hit to hit the table." table. <laughs> I mean, I just do that. <laughs> just. I mean, it, this things. is a movie where, um. If you're a fan of D&D, I would say go see it. If you like the game and everything. If you're not really into it, you may not. I mean, I, Josh, you said your wife enjoyed it, but I think some people may not. So I would say for, for you, for those of you who have never played D&D, wait to stream it. Okay. That's just my take on it. I think you'll enjoy it more if you played the game. But, I definitely think you'll enjoy it more if you've played the game. Yeah. Because especially if you've played anything on the Sword Coast, because that's where it takes place, mm-hmm. um, you'll 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 get little hits of like, haha, I know that I've seen that before. Yeah, I've been here before. Um, but I think if you're into any kind of fantasy fun movies, I think it's still a good movie outside of D and D. It is not Lord of the Rings, if you like. No, it does not take itself that seriously. And thankfully, right? Yeah, like that's not the it, kind of movie it is. If it did, then it would be boring. I'm not saying Lord of the Rings is boring, but... (laughs) You just said it. But it would be boring in that sense because... Then ice. Because Lord of the Rings has iconic characters. This does not have the same character credibility as Lord of the Rings does. No, it for sure doesn't. Or the Um, story. They do name drop some really big iconic people from like the lore, um, which you two probably have never heard of half of them, but there was a couple times I was like... (gasps) I've read about that guy, <laughs> which was kind of <laughs> cool for me as a someone who's read a lot of the lore. Yeah, um, I'm going to second yours, Josh. I think even if you've never played the game, um, if you like fantasy movies or comedies even, I would say it's a good one. I'd mm-hmm. say it's, it stands on its own two legs, strong as a comedy fantasy movie. It just has the added benefit of if you like and have played or are familiar with the game, it's then like, you're going to get more mileage out of it. It's like the whipped cream and cherry on top. Yes. It's like just a little extra. It's a thick cherry. It's, thick. it's a juicy, wet yep. cherry mm-hmm. on top. All righty. With that, let's go into some spoilers um, and just kind of talk about, we can actually talk about some plot points now. So if you're at this point, we assume you've watched the movie. Um, I do just kind of want to ask, who was, because there's a party, there was lots of characters. Who's your guys' favorite character? Who are we starting with here? 
I'm going to go with the sorcerer. The I, sorcerer. I can't remember what his name was, but I really liked his character. His character development. Simon? Simon. Yeah. That's it. yeah. His, uh, his wittiness. Like, I just liked his character. Okay. I'm going to roll with the villain. Forge is my favorite character. Forge was pretty cool. He, he was a cool. Forge was hilarious. He was a good villain. Like I'm like, I, I vibe with this guy. This On their official um, stat blocks, I'm pretty sure he's a rogue and he has higher charisma than the bard. That he's oh, very but, charismatic. He made me laugh every time he was on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was awesome. I will say... I was trying um, to figure out what all their classes were. Yeah. Like, through the movie, I was like, obviously, the main character is a, a bard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah. the other lady, the, Olga, I'm, I don't know if she's... Is she a fighter or is she like a barbarian? I think she's supposed to be a barbarian. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got a druid. Um, mm-hmm. and well, I, they straight out said her that she was a druid. Yeah. Tiefling druid. Tiefling druid. Mm-hmm. And then... Sorcerer. 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 Which Wit. I think she was a half-elf. He was a half-elf, I think. Yeah. Yes. And then you had a wizard. Yeah. Um, the Thay wizard. Yeah. And then a cleric, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe Who's I should say, obviously... Oh, I sorry. I hadn't said my character yet. Uh, my favorite character was the cleric. <laughs> um, Edgen. 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 The guy who wa- was from Thay, but was the good Thay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. He was my favorite character. I didn't realize and what he was. I'll tell you why he's my favorite character. I have, did both of you say he was? You, you said the sorcerer. I, you said I, I Forge, didn't pick right? a par- I didn't pick a party member. I picked the villain. It was my the favorite character. The villain, Forger. Okay. And then we started talking about their stat blocks. Yes. So he was a, um, a rogue, but he has higher charisma. But Chris Pine's character, the bard, had higher strength and constitution. Which I put here in my notes, he's the worst bard I've ever seen in D and D. He doesn't cast a single spell. <laughs> he doesn't pick a lock. He doesn't well, well, sneak. Hold on, hold on here. That's how I played bard though. That's I don't <laughs> see anything wrong with it. Bards typically are like what <laughs> a spellcaster of sorts. Um, and one time I think would have been a really good use of it. Getting into one of my, it's not really a dislike. It was just something I noted was at one point he has the sorcerer cast an illusion spell to make it look mm-hmm. like he's playing. He could have easily done that. But well, a bard have been able to do that. That is a spell that a bard would very commonly have in their repertoire Maybe to be able doesn't. to like uh, do. But, you know, it is what it is. He yeah. demonstrates minor spellcasting abilities, like mm-hmm. um, through use of the talisman. Um, but yeah, other than that, he's a terrible bard. He uses a blunt weapon. He doesn't use a dex weapon. He hits people with his loot. I kind of dig it, but I, the loot, I don't see anything wrong with it. I the, really see nothing wrong with it. Yeah. The loot was probably one of my favorite yeah. things. He was just like smacking people with it and then jumps in the water and then he gets out and he's tuning it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. It was a great example of sometimes when people play Dungeons and Dragons, they try to min max their character. They want to have the best, most optimized build they can. But some people, especially those who played the game for a while, just make something they think would make for a good story or it'd be fun. And while I put that he's a terrible bard, I think it was just supposed to be, I'm going to play this guy who doesn't use magic and he's maybe not even like the best bard at times. I think that was a really good use of it. Same thing for the sorcerer. Sorcerers use charisma. I'm getting really nerdy here to anyone who doesn't (laughs) play Dungeons and Dragons. Sorcerers use charisma to cast, but yet our sorcerer, while probably having moderately high charisma, was not charismatic in the slightest. No. so you got the impression that these people specifically made like antithesis to like the traditional character to avoid min-maxing. I kind of like that. Except the barbarian. She Ex- was just a bad A. She was she just was a, your stereotypical awesome. barbarian yes. that just hit stuff, hit some more. She went berserk talk- multiple times. Yeah. She had such cool fight scenes, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I put that I love. It's like some of the only fight scenes was her. The yeah, some of the big ones. Yeah. yeah, I liked that her fight scenes especially, but also with the cleric. Um, 
they weren't like fast cuts, like swing a sword, cut to the guy going to the ground. They were long, sometimes 30 second shots of uncut, like fight choreo. And it mm-hmm. was pretty good fight choreo. I yeah. thought it was really well done. So hands off, hats off, sorry, hands off. Take your hands. <laughs> <laughs> hats off to the Dungeons and Dragons production team for that one. They made the fights look really good. Um, did anyone have a least favorite character? I had to think really hard to find I my got least a couple. favorite character. Okay. First one is the flipping kid. The she, daughter? I could not stand the daughter. That's my one. That's she my one. was dull as a box of rocks. Like, I, like, why do I care about this character? I think if we go back and listen to all the podcasts, you just don't like kid actors, I don't think. Well, they got to be good. <laughs> I think every movie we've almost... Maybe. Almost every movie we've watched, you're like, uh, I don't like the kid actor. I don't like the kid. The kid's well, the worst character. Kid's you know what? Character. Maybe if the kids had some talent, maybe I would actually <laughs> like him. I didn't think the kid was terrible, but I didn't think that she got the chance to shine either. I don't think she was a terrible actress. Um, I didn't like her character because she knows what her dad is. And yes, he didn't tell her why he was going on that super dangerous heist. Um, but for her to hold it against him so hard felt a little harsh. And then for her to, when he does escape not believe her dad or Olga. Like, so they're both saying that this man who is a notorious con man, this man Mm -hmm. is notoriously known for like being an evil con man. She chooses to believe that guy rather than her father and who she sees as her like adopted aunt and or mother. Mm -hmm. It just feels like it was really forced. And you got to have that sort of conflict there. And they just kind of shoehorned it in there. Yeah. Um, And to be fair, and here's, I'm going to say this point a lot. As a DM, I would maybe do that. <laughs> I hate to say it sometimes for a story. Yeah, you got to do that. And I'm trying to look at this from the... I try to view this movie as if this is a group of people playing the game. Mm-hmm. Makes it kind of more fun. And I was like, I bet the DM was like, I've got to give the dad some reason to like have to come back and do all this and stuff yeah. like that. So, But she was my least favorite character. Um, just because I didn't felt she did much. And what she did do just... It didn't really add anything to the story. So she was my least favorite character, but not for the reason I thought she was a bad actress. I just, meh. I didn't really have a, a least favorite character. Um, I guess if I had the weakest character would probably be the kid, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say that I disliked I mean, her. The other one that's up there is the the Fae wizard. I didn't I care. I thought for, she was pretty cool. I, I thought she was cool, I yeah. didn't care for that character. Like, I just kind of forgot she was a thing throughout part of it. She's just supposed to be like a evil, I want to turn people into zombies, they wizard. So mm-hmm. I thought she did that well. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, like, I, I like legit forgot she was like a main threat in the movie, though. Like, okay, you know, yeah. like, fair, fair. She was, she was a very forgettable character because you have... She you didn't know, really have any dialogue. You got so the king there. You got why. old Forge there. My boy. Yeah, old Forge. Old Forge, I vote for him. One of my favorite parts was how terrifying they made her whenever, like, the druid was as a fly and she just goes... There's like an there's a shapeshifter among us and points yeah. at the ceiling and just screeches yeah. and like yeah. points a blue finger. Terrifying. I thought that was so cool. The couple times that she like went crazy they, was nope. like, oh, that mm-hmm. stuff was that cool. That was really cool. Just yeah. everything else. I'm like, eh. Yeah. So they definitely built going back to their stat blocks. They're like NPC stat blocks. Um, They're not full character sheets. They built them for sure after the movie was made, not before, because they just randomly threw on this ability in here. It's like cast meteorites, which lets her summon meteorites down to hit a random area of effect. And I was like, they totally just saw that in the movie. We're like, okay, throw it on her block. <laughs> um, I was very upset by how cool that attack looked and it just hit everything but 
yeah. the main character. I was trying to figure out Bad what roles. that might have been. Like, I didn't know if she was like throwing fireballs and missing or if it was. I, I didn't know what it was. There might be a spell that does something similar, but I think they more or less just kind of generic meteor spell number five, like just summon meteors. You know what I mean? I yeah. could be wrong. Um, there are people who know many more of the spells than I do. So maybe they do know. Going back to your point, Tyler, on the what things do you do as a DM, there is one spot in particular where I thought, like, you know what? Tyler would bail us out like this on the DM. What was and it? And that is when Simon triggers the bridge. <laughs> I have that <laughs> in have here. No way, I have that in my notes. No, way to, definitely get, no way to get across, move. like, well, how do we get over? Like, oh, oh, wait. That staff you picked up, it's a magical staff, and you can teleport across. You're not only hitting your mic, you're punching my mic stand. I've gone crazy here. Um, no, you were 100% right. I put that in there, and I put, um, how mu- I liked how much it felt like there was a dungeon master, and then I talked about a couple things, but one thing I put in there, there's always a backup MacGuffin for when the players screw up. Yeah. <laughs> And that's 100% something I would do. Okay, a player walked across the bridge before I finished explaining it and destroyed the bridge. Um, yeah, there's a there's a portal wand. <laughs> like, oh, hey, that staff you picked up, it's a magical one. Yeah. That's totally something um, in the same scene. There was another time. So the cleric, I believe, wasn't supposed to be a player character. That was the the dungeon master playing an NPC which is why he was so smart and like mm-hmm. had these witty remarks and thought it was really funny. That's why um, he also walked over rocks. Walked straight, yeah. He's going to go around it? Nope. nope. <laughs> they made sure you knew he was an NPC, and there was two times for sure that I was like, I can totally see the Dungeon Master be like, I'm going to show off how cool this guy is, and one of those was when there's like nine guys, and the cleric's like, I've got this, and yeah. just solos them all. I'm like, that would never happen, um, unless it was the Dungeon Master telling you about a Pablo. fight. Um, Pablo, yeah, or Pablo. Um and then the second time, similar to Cole's point, the bard was about to slide into the dragon's mouth because he mm-hmm. crit failed, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. And I was like, what would I do in that situation? I was like, I would totally have the cleric jump off and just stab the dragon in the eye enough to like make it close its mouth. <laughs> yeah. I loved that about this movie. It felt like there was like a goofy but good dungeon master talking them through the game. I mm-hmm. thought that was cool. Yeah, especially the chonky dinosaur or the chonky uh, dragon. That's like thick boy dragon. That's yeah. definitely uh, some DM was just like, what are we going to do? We're going to make a dragon that's slightly threatful. <laughs> How do they do that? Because he's huge. He's chonk. He's chonk. Yeah, I like that because it kind of captured like how D&D is where it would be a, it would be boring if they got through everything and it was just flawless run. Nothing goofy happened. D&D goofy stuff happens all the time. You're going to fail your roles. Yeah. yeah. This kind of... <laughs> There was a couple times that I was like, oh, that was sure, for sure supposed to be imitating a crit fail. Like when the guy was casting illusion and his foot gets stuck in a hole in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> he loses concentration. Yeah. yeah, I liked the uh, the way that they uh, portrayed like spells taking concentration. Yeah. Like his foot getting stuck and like you can see him losing concentration mm-hmm. and the, the illusion just like melts. I was like, yeah. oh, it is that, like that's ter- how terrifying spells looking. Work. It's nightmare fuel. <laughs> I love that you're rolling for con, uh, like a constitution or like a concentration check, and you crit fail. So the dungeon master's like, uh, your foot gets stuck in a hole in the ground. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I can totally see that happening. Um, I also love once again going back to, there is for sure a a DM narrating this event because the illusion then starts to like freeze like a computer would, mm-hmm. and that was totally some guy describing how it's breaking down and freezing like that would never happen in a other fantasy world unless there was some goofy nerdy dm you know describing it Mm -hmm. so i thought that was cool that was easily my favorite like my most my most favorite part of the movie in general was just 
the overall dungeon master just being there. Um, but that being said, like, what did you guys have a favorite scene in this movie? Yes. What was it? Them talking to the zombies. Them talking. To, that was good. <laughs> that was because that also is such a goofy premise. Like, especially the first one where they're like, they're asking quite like, why would you say? <laughs> like, they're asking questions, not meaning to ask questions, yeah. and they have a set amount. Like, it, it's something that our party would do when we were playing. Like, oh, for sure. Like, what? Like, you blew through all our questions here. Now we got to ask someone else. Mm-hmm, Keep yeah. going. On to the next one. On to the next one. Yep. And then just all the goofiness. Like, so they did finally get the right questions started being asked. And then every time they'd go ask those guys, it's like, what'd you do? It's like, I slipped and hit my head getting out of the bath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, their last question was always how they died. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. For sure, goofy. And then. In typical Dungeons and Dragons fashion, we have to move the story to the next character I want to introduce you to. It's like, what happened to you? It's like, a man just walked up and took it from me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, so did you have a favorite scene? Or was Uh, it also that one? I think the whole scene of them in the the arena, Mm -hmm. I thought that was really neat. Yeah, And like seeing the party think about like how to get out of it. And then the the tiefling, her like her wit, she had incredible intelligence. Mm-hmm. I would say to to be able to think of, oh, if we go in here, then it's going to go down, and mm-hmm. I can just snake my way out. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, my favorite part was a very similar thing was getting the painting into the wagon. Yeah, There's yeah. a couple times that you could see like, you guys have come up with some wacky shenanigans every now and then. <laughs> like I then. Is- and yeah. then I have to figure out how to make it work. There's a couple times I was like, I, and I that scene in particular, I was like, that's such a unique way to solve a problem. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Um, so I loved, and then just being removed from Dungeons and Dragons, that was a cool scene. That yeah. was a good use of portals. It was a good use of like mechanics. And the camera work throughout the whole movie, they did lots of camera flipping and spinning, and it looked really good. It looked really good in that scene. Mm-hmm. I was really yeah. happy with it. It was funny when it zoomed back out and you see the like the caravans like looking over and the, the <laughs> players are, are like halfway in this portal and they're just like, hey, hey. <laughs> that, that was, really that was good. the DM saying, hey, somebody in the caravan noticed you. What are you going to do? I, I wave. I wave. Yeah. Roll for deception. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I loved it. Um, It was really good. Awesome. Any other parts in general throughout the movie? Like, so um, I loved the entire scene where they're down like in the dungeon in the underdark yeah which i want to know what level these characters are i've tried to find it seems like their level switches a little bit and i want to know like what is the level of like the thane wizard and stuff like that but either way they go to the underdark which is something that is always a spooky you probably shouldn't do that encounter um mm-hmm. but i loved that our party never did you almost did <laughs> we almost did you chose we not. did not going back hold on going back to that you were talked about enjoying the movie more because you have seen it. I loved, we just ran Tyranny of Dragons, which is set on the Sword Coast. It's set in like Waterdeep and Baldur's Gate. I loved how we went and visited, or at least talked about, almost every single thing they did in this movie up leading up to the main plot. Mm-hmm. You were a harper. Yeah. Um, you fought the cult of the dragon. They showed the cultist, and they talked about like that going on. Um, you guys met... Um, the guy who woke up at the end, Lord Neverember, the mm-hmm. guy who was asleep, you guys met him. He was part of your council. I think that was really cool. Like, I kept looking at Cole. It's like, oh, we've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I know this place. I've been here before. No, I really enjoyed that. And 
if you play Dungeons and Dragons, but you haven't played the official adventure, you still may not get some of that, but it was really cool. Yeah. Um, talked about the pudgy dragon, but like another thing I loved was the exposition dumps for backstories. Mm. Gotta have them. You gotta. Yeah. I uh I wouldn't be upset if you you guys don't do that, but every other table I've ever played with, when two people meet, the character's like, I'm gonna say my backstory now. Cause <laughs> Maybe we should do that because I tend to get halfway through a campaign and be like, what was my character's backstory? I've just been fighting the cult for so long <laughs> I forgot. Stabbing people with my <laughs> knife. Yeah. No, I felt every time they met a character, they started spouting a backstory and I thought that was hilarious. Um way more races in this movie than I thought they were going to have. I figured it would be mostly humanoids because the way I interpreted the books is how it was, but they had almost every single race. What did you think of the Dragonborn? I thought it looked fine. Fine? It was interesting. I didn't like it. Yeah, It's one of the few design choices in this movie I didn't like. I think the Dragonborn looked bad. There, it didn't look great. Yeah. There, there's the... um. You may have... Tyler, you may have got up. You remember the... um. The part where your cleric boy there uh, takes the baby like cat. What's the cat race? Um, oh, hold on. Hold I'm just going to call on. them cat folk for the sake of this. Yeah, they basically are. <laughs> yeah, but it's like the baby cat folk was eaten by a fish and mm-hmm. they had to take it out. I thought the, the baby cat looked like a really bad animatronic. Yeah, it did. It was just like very I- stiff looking like that looked pretty, pretty bad. And some of the other creatures like the CG just didn't look great. Yeah, I appreciate that they tried to use... They, they they tried their hardest, but goodness, it wasn't it. They tried to use practical effects. They did it for the Dragonborn. They did it for the cat person. Mm-hmm. They did it for... Jonathan! Was jo- it Jonathan? Jar- Jarnathan. 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 Jarnathan's the groat. The groat, gosh. The goat. The goat. The goat. I was great. The... loved Jarnathan's scene. And now here's, here's the thing, though. That credit scene? That, it's, <laughs> that is another thing. It's like, you got approved... And like it's like this elaborate escape plan that they're insisting on going through with. Yeah, another goofy D and D moment. Did they get him pr- approved? Yeah, yeah. He the, he the dragon board said like well, as they were running with Jonathan, he goes, "Wait, you got approved?" And then they go, <laughs> <laughs> "I missed that. I yeah. totally missed that." Yeah, yeah. No, um, totally something we would have done. Jonathan looked okay, but a lot of the other animatronics they looked a little rough. And then the CG in general was okay, but there's a couple times it looked really bad. And sometimes it kind of looks like a frame rate issue. Like, I wonder if I was to see that, like, at home on my screen, like, would mm-hmm. it look better? One scene in particular was when the deer was running away. Oh, yeah. yeah. That didn't look very the good. The feet I mean, didn't look like they were matching up with the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It seemed like a lot of, like, the, um, whenever she would transform, like, it would just, even if you wouldn't see the full thing, it still looked kind of, it'd be off. It'd, yeah. I did see, I did notice that they used a lot of cut, like, cutaway camera angles when she was transforming because mm. I feel like that that's a lot of CG yeah to but try to get really good especially when you go from like bit, though for, go from a fly to a deer mm-hmm. like that's a lot so like they kind of cut to another place and then came back and she was changed but yeah. even when you get like just a glimpses of it it didn't look great still yeah as it I'm sure it's difficult to do that yeah, it just it makes me wonder why. Like, why even do that? Like, well, that, but like, why was the CG as poor as it was? Because it wasn't like this movie. From what I've read, I haven't read of any like big production issues they had. You know, something that would cause it to become stalled. So I didn't know why the CG looked as rough as it did. But it definitely, if it hadn't been a funny, silly comedy, would have taken me out of it. But the fact that it was a fun, silly comedy, it didn't bother me at all. 
Um, that was one of my two real dislikes for this movie. Did you guys have any other dislikes, things you didn't like about this film? Um, if not, not that's okay. Not, not really. I mean, mm-hmm. Josh, about you? I don't think so. I thought the ending was a tad rushed. Um, yeah. The when Olga was dying. One, I didn't think that scene was shot or paced well, so I had a hard time feeling bad that she was dying. It almost was comical. And then because of some foreshadowing, I wonder if Chloe caught it. Actually, I meant to ask Chloe if she understood the <laughs> foreshadowing. Um, because of some of the foreshadowing, it's like, okay, he's going to use this thing on her. Yeah. I felt zero sadness when she died. Yeah, and yeah. then they instantly brought her back, and then it pans up, and it's gone. It's done. And it was like, oh, okay. That felt yeah. it felt a little rushed. A little bit. I didn't even see her get stabbed. I thought that was kind of odd. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know when it happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess maybe that was the whole thing. It was just like in the heat of the moment, it happened and no one noticed. No one noticed. But I feel like at a table, that would be with brought the up. game, you would have had the DM would have had to say, Olga was stabbed. You know? I don't know. I guess maybe not. I if guess you, you guys were fighting something and she had like disappeared in the heat of battle, I very easily could have been like, you turn over and Olga, you find see a knife stabbed through her ribs. Mm. You know, now I guess so. The only thing that makes me agree with you is that Olga was a player character. Yeah, but either way, you know, role play purposes, maybe I I DM Jonah, be like, hey, your your frog has a knife in its side, and then you guys would find it out later. You know, something like that. Maybe I don't like, know. I just felt like that was a little, like you said, rushed. It's yeah. like they got to the end. It was like, say under a certain amount of time, let's rush the ending. Yeah, um, I wonder if we'll get like an extended cut with some fixed CG. You see that you used to see that more often. You don't see it as often anymore. But I would love an extent an extended cut. Um, maybe even if there was like kind of like what they used to do with Anchorman, like an R rated cut that's extended and like um, maybe fix the CG a bit. I'd love that personally. I'd watch it. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, all in all, it was a really fun movie. Um, I think I'm ready. I'm going to have to do this on my phone. This is going to be terrible. Oh, my gosh. I've never had to do the rubric on my phone before. Can I even get it pulled up? First world problems. It really is. Um, the movie rubric. Here it is. Let's see how well this works. You guys ready to plug this bad boy into the rubric? Mm-hmm. I will start us off with plot um, for what it is. It was a Dungeons and Dragons movie. How do I type on here? There we go. For what it was, it was a Dungeons and Dragons movie. I expected the plot to be... Let's get the people from point A to point B to point C to point D so that I can tell you a story and fun things can happen along the way. It did that. Mm-hmm. While it was simple, I'm going to give the plot a five. Yeah, <clears throat> I would agree on that. I'm also going to give it a five because it you had your main plot, but also in D&D fashion, you have to go on a million side quests to get all the stuff you need for the main plot here. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that they did that instead of just like, Oh, you just got a main the main plot, and you're not going to do anything else. You're mm-hmm. just going to focus on that. Like, we need to go get the helmet, but to do that, we got to talk to the dead people, mm-hmm. and then we end up in the underdark. And then yeah. I like how we had all like the side quests with it. And then once you get the helmet, you can't just use it. You got to attune to, to it. Speaking of attunement, I forgot. Probably one of my least favorite things was like how rushed he attuned to it. Like he was, he had struggled, 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 and then it was just like something clicked, and he just. He was able to do it. I think that was the what the bard was saying is like you have this your descendant from one of the greatest, you know, sorcerers this mm-hmm. continent has seen. Um, you have this ability, you just have to have the confidence and the 
willpower to do it, and you tend to do it under pressure. Um, so I think that was kind of the thing. Is like, yeah, but, I guess they did kind of explain it with that. Yeah, um, I, I forgot about that. I enjoyed that they did. I forgot to put it in my notes, but I enjoyed that they actually had. Normally in D and D, attuning is something you just say I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to attune. Cool. Mark it on your character sheet. Um, I appreciate that in this movie, especially since it's such a legendary item. Mm-hmm. Um, for what I assume is a lower level, fifth, sixth level party, um, that they took the time to make it have a different element for the movie thematically. I thought that was really cool the way they made him fight himself and fight his grandfather. Yeah. Speaking of player levels, I, d- I felt like, you know, our system, we had, uh, when we played, the whole party was the same level. Mm-hmm. But I felt like Olga's character was a higher level than most of the others. Olga's character was definitely better at fighting. But she's balanced out in that she doesn't do too much else. Yeah. Yeah, she has poor social skills and... She min-maxed yeah. the barbarian. Yeah. She dumped <laughs> intelligence. She dumped charisma. Yeah. Put all of her stats into strength and constitution. Hit, hit things and hit things really hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe, though. You're you're not wrong. It feels like um, the druid was also a few yeah, levels above everyone, too. Yeah, the druid and the barbarian were super... I felt like they were at least a level or two higher than the rest of the party. Mm-hmm. Um. And I felt like the sorcerer was lower than the rest of the party. I have a tangent about the druid. Before I go in too far, plot. Sorry. No, it's okay. Talk plot. away. Talk I, away. Uh, You're good. I like. I think a five as well. It was. It was simple. Got the job done. No plot holes. No plot holes really. Yeah. Um. Something I meant to say earlier. They're actually one thing that a lot of people like lawyered up and we were talking about and saying like the druid can't turn into an owl bear. You know that was a big thing in the trailers that people got upset about. And I say upset in air quotes, but they're actually for the new D&D one they're making. They're rewriting the Druid class to where you can just turn into anything. So and they said that part of the reason they're doing that is because of the movie. So it's kind of interesting. If she can do that, why not just turn into a dragon, though? Um, So and just, you know, be a dragon. Wild shape. (laughs) Are you ready? D&D lawyer time. I'm going to put on my best Matt Mercer impression. Although, Matt, if you somehow ever listen to this, I'm sure I'll miss something. Call me and let me know because I'd love to hear your voice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) Wild shape is different from polymorph. Wild shape, I'm pretty sure, says you can only turn into beasts, meaning like... Dragon's a beast. No, it's not. Um, (laughs) Dragons are extremely intelligent. Giant lizard. Dragons are fire. Dragons are dragons. They, I think they, I think they may even have their own classification if I remember correctly. But wild shape lets you turn into beasts, such as like the deer that Olga joked about, a fly. An alligator, things that could basically exist in our world, whereas an owlbear, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, is a monstrosity, which is why, per raw, rules as written, you shouldn't be able to do it. But then wizards, they're saying with the new playtest material they're putting out, you can turn into whatever you want. It just has a stat block. So no matter what you turn into, it shares a stat block. Um, So they said you could turn into an elephant the size of a dog that would share a stat block with an owl, like if you were to turn into an owlbear. So Hmm. I don't like it. But they're, part of the reason they're doing that is, I think, is a response to the movie. I would abuse, I would abuse that so much. Turn into an owlbear. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, if one of you wanted to say, I wanted to turn into an owlbear, you know, you lived with them or you studied one, I'd probably allow it because I don't think an owlbear breaks it. But polymorph, true polymorph, Cole, would let you turn into a dragon. It lets you turn into, like, basically anything up to a Just certain challenge. be right a now. dragon. You could. I thought it had size limitations, too. I thought it was, like, anything of... Your size class and below. It depends on the spell and like whether you height. We're talking about Dean. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do this afterwards. 
<laughs> we'll talk about this. I'll, I got the book on the shelf over there. We'll look at the spell. Okay, characters, Cole. How would you rate characters? Four. Four? Because the kid actor was horrible. Or not horrible. Kid actor was boring. And the other chick, like the sidekick, side villain, just kind of just meh. Was cool when she was on screen, but other than that was just a very forgettable character. Okay. I'm going for everything else was really good. I liked all the other characters. Josh, what about you for characters? I'm going to give characters a five. Okay. I, uh, like I said earlier, I didn't really have a, a least favorite character or like a character I just really didn't like. Um, resonated with a lot of them. I enjoyed a lot of the character arcs and development through the movie. So, yeah, five. I'm also a five. I mean, it's Dungeons and Dragons. And yeah, I didn't love the daughter. She was my least favorite character for story reasons. But I mean, as a character, she was okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was just an NPC. An so. abandoned daughter. Yeah, that's an NPC. That's, mind you, part of someone's backstory. Yeah. Like, so the Dungeon Master's throwing her in as a story hook. Um, I thought the characters, yeah, all of them were unique. And you're right, Josh. You've said it uh, earlier, too. They They had character progression. They weren't stagnant. And I really appreciate that. I'll go ahead and start us on the the next one. Or sorry, Josh, why don't you start us on the next one? Sorry about that. I'm going out of order. What's the next one? Direction. Oh, you should just know the order of the rubric. Come on, it's don't you? It's been six weeks. It's been six months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, direction. Probably going to go a four. Okay. Um, I don't have too many nitpicks besides just some of the practical effects and the visual effects weren't great. Maybe not the director's fault entirely. But when I think direction, I kind of lump it all under the production side. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go for, I'm, at, I'm the same way. Um, when the uh, special effects looked good, they looked really good. There was some awesome camera work in a movie that didn't need to have really unique, awesome camera work. I thought it was really cool. The music was great. The pacing for music most was of, great. Music was awesome. Yeah. Like the classical music. I was like, we need to get this soundtrack for our D and D sessions. I made a note of that <laughs> in my <laughs> cell phone as it we were leaving. So good, Josh. We're not D and D people anymore. We're Pathfinder. We're Pathfinder. Maybe. People. Hold on. We have a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at all the Pathfinder stuff on yeah, the table. I right. see it on the table. I hope we're Pathfinder people. We're gonna play it. We're gonna <laughs> find you've out. You've obtained a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, worst case scenario, it looks good on my shelf. <laughs> um, <laughs> the soundtrack was awesome. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for some poor CG animatronics here and there um, and a little bit of pacing issues for the end, it'd be a five. So I'm also a four. Cole, what about you? I'll go four. Okay. Same thing. Uh, CG and the animatronics were rough. <laughs> um, and really, the yeah. You brought up the pacing at the end. Like, if there was a little bit more pacing issues, it could have dropped me to a uh, a three. But I will give it the benefit of the doubt and round up to a four. I started thinking about our Tyranny of Dragons campaign, and I kind of did the same thing at the end. Yeah, it's the like, wet, wet blanket. You killed, there. you killed Tiamat. <laughs> you got a medal. The end. You went off to into the sunset and, and credits. Done. So I thought about it and I was like, I can't really knock them. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of to the point of you wrapped up three years of D and D in like four hours. That's like kind of what I did. It was two in the morning. Everyone was tired. <laughs> I so that was literally my thought. Whenever the pacing came up, I was like, I can't be mad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of bad, like some of the bad visual effects, some of the good ones I thought were really cool. Um, when the red wizard would like uh, teleport. Yeah, like she poofed yeah. and poofed. I thought that was really cool. That was, I think, supposed to be Misty Step. I Mist think it's okay. Misty it looked, Step. It looked yeah. really cool. It looked really cool. <laughs> I loved 
We're backtracking now. We're no longer in the rubric. Um, I I loved the the sorcerer doing his like routine in the theater and casting like <laughs> thaumaturgy. <laughs> like I'm gonna make it smell like grass. <laughs> you know, just like one of the most weird spells in D anD D because it can be useful in very minute situations. But, but then he's like, I'm gonna be slightly blurry. It's like it's like there's a blur spell that makes it where enemies I think have like a mind. It's either minus to hit you or disadvantage. And I was like, now here's the trick. It's looking slightly blurry. Yeah. Really you blurry. don't want to be. It's easy to be very blurry, but you want to be slightly blurry. <laughs> I love that they put in all these low level. Nobody uses them spells. I was like, that's actually really funny yeah. that they're putting those in there. Okay. Uh, continuity. We said it. There's no plot holes. Um, Five out of five for me on that one. That one's really not an issue. Same. Yeah, there's no nothing to nitpick on that. I'm giving it a five as well. You know, we typically tear continuity apart, but there really wasn't much to tear apart here, so I'm going to give it a five. The Dungeons and Dragons campaign. They kept it simple enough there to where there really wasn't much to go, much to uh, screw up on. Even the good Thayan, they like the cleric. They still Mm. brought uh, him back. They brought him back. They... They gave him a good backstory, and the bard stayed true to his backstory of hating Thay people, but then character progress. Like, they just didn't leave a lot out. Yeah. It was good. No, it was was a really tight. While it was easy to follow a simple plot, it was a really tight plot as far as Mm -hmm. continuity goes. Cole, last category, perhaps the most important, enjoyment. Five. Yeah, okay. I really liked this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Josh. It was fun. Five as well. It was it was fun. Our theater was fun. It was lighthearted. Not not often in the theater we go to do you get a theater that laughs and talks in a movie, not distractingly. Mm-hmm. A lot. No. Okay. You know, I'm gonna let Tyler say his enjoyment thing. I got something to say about the theater. Oh. <laughs> um. Hold on. I'm scared. I need to. I have to change the. Uh, oh gosh. It, no. It's a quick. It's a quick change. Oh, is it because you had Jonah? In I got to change the formula. Jonah. Jonah, you're ruining everything. Maybe you just here. get on the rubric, and then maybe we don't have to change things. Okay. <laughs> did I do it right? Okay, I think I did it right. B8, B17, B20. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, we're on. talking Excel formulas. I needed to have, yeah. This Bingo. B8, B17, <laughs> and B26. Did you get bingo? Yeah. Cool got bingo. Wow. You're so good. I'm the best at bingo. Never lost. <laughs> trying to do this on my phone and it's not. That was funny. That was really good. Alrighty. Slow I've round. got it now. I've got it now. Um, brings our score. Did you give your enjoyment? I didn't. I'm so sorry. But you should know what it is. It's, it's a, one, a five. It? It's a it's five. Ter- it's definitely a one. Yeah. I loved it this movie and maybe it's because D has been a part of my life for 13 years almost now which wow is you're insane. a nerd wow what a big old big nerd. surprise <laughs> big flipping nerd yeah my no gosh. one knew that um <laughs> you should start an episode or start a podcast called here be nerds you would you be on it with me i absolutely wouldn't it sounds like it'd be trash yeah <laughs> don't don't look that up <laughs> i'm sure it exists somewhere up there on the uh the internet uh jonah has them downloaded on his phone what? he might be one of the last few people where you could watch those jonah, he has them downloaded five oh, content. Gosh. <laughs> either way yes i love this movie five which brings our total score to 94.6 percent. so we'll just round that up to a 95 percent. nice very well done dungeons and dragons Good that a. is a yeah that really is um that is our second highest movie that I have readily available. I know we've reviewed more movies than this, but I have the menu being a 96. Well, 
the whale. Oh, the, I don't have the whale in here. Yeah, that was a that was a perfect. That was a perfect. <laughs> so it's our oh, third yeah, highest good. rated movie. So all righty. Nice. Has anyone looked up? I think I feel like I cut off one of you, and I'm so sorry. Was oh, one of the, you about our to say theater. Something? There's that one guy in the theater that was just like had this really obnoxious laugh. He was, did. Ooh, he laughed at everything. It wasn't even stuff that was funny on the screen. Yeah, I guess I missed this oh, guy. Oh, he he laughed at everything. <laughs> and really? It was like one row in front It'd of us. Like, <laughs> I, You're making fun of people for laughing. Yeah, how well, dare you? Like, it was stuff that wasn't even funny. You? Can you prove it wasn't funny? <laughs> it was like the somber moments. Where's your, was math? Like, <laughs> Where's your math? Where's your math? Prove it wasn't funny with the scientific formula. <laughs> All right. Um, I got the Y equals Q plus wow. three. Wow. Uh, nailed it. Checks out. Just yeah, checks nailed out. it. That's good. Um, I, I feel bad because I went and saw John Wick on Wednesday, which I might maybe do like a little mini thing, just like plug it into the rubric and put the score out there for the world to see. Um, since I don't think we're going to have time to go see it as a group. There's other movies coming out. Yeah. Um, Mario. 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 Let's but go. I went and saw John Wick, and there were moments that I thought were hilarious, and I was the only person in the theater laughing. I don't want to spoil the movie for you guys or anyone else since this isn't a movie about John Wick, but there are... It definitely... It got silly in John Wick 3, and it got... Pretty silly in John Wick 4. So there are moments that I thought were very intentionally supposed to be, hey, this is stupid. Laugh at this. Mm -hmm. And I was dying and the audience was just sitting there like silent. And so you say that and it's like, oh, no, I <laughs> you did. Are that guy. I was that. No, man. listen, we, we were the ones that were laughing during the menu, though, when no one was laughing. That's true. Yeah, that's what I meant, though. Like we typically the theater we go to, you get like it's usually silent. I like going to. I don't mind the whole theater laughing. Just when the one guy's laughing like legit the entire time. I'm like, this is okay. It's funny. It's not that funny of a movie, though. You were gri you're griping about the violent night kids. This is my enemy here in the yeah. theater. <laughs> this guy laughing here. No he one probably, is worse than those violent night No, kids. nobody. He probably stopped off at the uh, the lobby bar. Probably did. One too yeah, many what, what surprised me? <laughs> he was feeling good. He Sure he was. Yeah. Sounded like it. Having a grand old time up there. <laughs> Jeez. Um... Oh, I forgot what I was even going to say. I don't know. Like, I'm <laughs> so off track now. You said that was your enemy. I'm trying to go back. John you Wick. Know, John Wick. I don't know. Man, it, when you're doing a podcast, like, I, I could sit here and, like, try to remember what I was saying, but that's boring. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to forget it. Maybe it'll come to me. So um, I would like to look at the Rock Oh, yeah. Sport. I think that's what we were going to do. I was pulling it. That wasn't my thought, but. Oh, well, I thought we were going to guess it, Tyler. For the longest time. Did you see it, Josh? I, I did not. Josh, what do you think the Rotten Tomato was? I'm gonna give um, wrong the reviewer the the <laughs> what you call it the critic score. Yeah. I'm gonna give an 82. Okay, and the audience score. I'm gonna give a 95. You're close with the audience score. It's a 93. Oh, so we're only a little bit higher than the audience yeah. score. We're in the ballpark. Critics surprisingly love this movie. It has oh, a 91. percent Wow. I would have never imagined that because. Critics seem to hate anything that exists for the sake of being fun. It's like, this isn't art. <laughs> I feel you, like critics, oh, You know what's art? Mithrigan. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like critics recently have been whack. They have been. Whack. Whack. I'm bringing it back. Did it ever leave? I don't know. <laughs> whack. I'm going to ask the kids at school. Hey, did, do we still say whack? I asked them the other day. Do we still say ratchet about stuff? <laughs> I don't think anyone said ratchet in a while. I haven't heard that in a while. I say ratchet, and I, got, I get made fun of. I mean, I'd, I'd make fun of you. You, as you should. Yeah. Um, no, but you're right. The critics tend to not like things that are just for the exist for the sake of being fun and silly. So I'm happily surprised. Um, 
Which does bring me into my my next point. The movie, <gasps> I remembered it. Okay. Aha. Uh-huh. I miss midnight releases. This oh, is what I was going to say. Oh, you told me about. Yeah, I miss midnight releases. I miss dressing up. I miss going to movies and being in a movie theater with people who also love that thing enough to get out on a Thursday night at midnight. Yeah. It was awesome. This was close to that feeling. Um, I think we should have dressed up. I thought about it. I <laughs> no. thought about wearing like my big black robe hood and like yeah. bringing a bunch of dye in. No, we should have dressed up, but from like other medieval movies, like not related to D&D. Did you... Like we could have larped in the lobby. Lord of the Rings. You could have done a was that Knight's Tale. If I could get you guys to larp with me, no, I would not be <laughs> wasting it on Dungeons and Dragons movie premiere. I'm going to take you guys to a real larp. We're going to do it. Um, did you hear the clerk taking my ticket? He, no. I, I feel very offended because I'm an okay looking guy. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear this. I didn't hear this either. My beard is trimmed. My hair is while long was pulled back nicely. I was wearing an okay, an okay shirt. I walked in, and he goes, "Hey, are you here to see Dungeons and Dragons?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "Yeah, you guys look like that kind of group." So he threw what? you into this too. And then he commented on a uh, Elena's like flowy cardigan uh-huh. shawl, and he goes, "I like your cosplay." I don't think you understand the the meaning of that word. I think he just. I think he just that man was stoned out of his mind. (laughs) Must be (laughs) working the front. He also stopped at the lobby bar too before (laughs) drinking on the job. That guy was stoned out of his mind. But Elena was like, "I'm not. I'm not cosplaying, am I?" I was like, "I don't think that guy knows what cosplay is." He's just saying, like, "Yes, hello, my fellow nerds, (laughs) doing our good cosplay, are we (laughs) here for that dragon and dungeon movie?" The dragoons and dungeons. What lizards uh, and labyrinths? That's lizards the, and labyrinths. I like <laughs> it better. Brand. Um, that's what we're gonna call Pathfinder. It's not Pathfinder. Lizards and labyrinths. Lizards and labyrinths. Man, we need to just start a whole Pathfinder podcast. There we go. Yeah, let's because there's not many of them yet. <laughs> yet Ooh, we could be the Pathfinder. The critical <laughs> role of Pathfinder. I wish I was good enough to be Matt Mercer. Well, you could be because he, this li- is up and coming. Until- Listen, he he has D and D. He can stay out, stay in his lane. We got Pathfinder. Yeah. We're taking oh, over. You're not wrong. We're you're taking wrong. over. Let's Never do it. lost. Stay tuned for the uh, Pathfinder okay. YouTube channel. Yeah, we're, let's do it. Yeah. Set a camera up on the ceiling. There basically. we go. On to my real, actual final point. I was gonna say, this movie is doing very well. The theater was packed. It has done very well this opening weekend. Um, if one of you wants to Google it um, here in a little bit, we can. I'm curious to know what it made this opening weekend. But it is probably gonna get a sequel. Yeah. Um. How do we feel about that? And what do we want from a sequel? Because I shared what I wanted last night, but I'm I, curious to see. I what you agree guys want. with what you said last night, which was give me the world. I bit like give show me more of the world. And also I would like to see a different party. And then maybe you could set it up where you kind of do a connected story where you have this party's doing their thing on the Sword Coast. I hit your mic stand you again. Did. I'm it's talking okay. with my hands. It's all right. No one can see us. I don't know why I'm talking <laughs> with my hands. Talk with I me. can see you, Cole. You got Sword Coast folk over here, but then you can also have other people doing ventures elsewhere on the map, and you could eventually lead up to a movie where they you bring the parties together for one big adventure. To fight Tiamat. To fight Tiamat. That would be really cool. That would be awesome. You could do two or three movies of build-up to lead to Tiamat then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that plan. I wouldn't hate another movie with this party because I thought the party was fun. I just don't know where they would go with the story because they didn't really 
set it up for anything. You, you, you could they even set up the world. But they didn't. I don't think like they set this party up for much. You could even drop them in other uh, movies as cameos. Yeah. yeah, they can have someone approach them about the Dragon Initiative. <laughs> the Dragon that would be pretty good. Initiative. Yeah, that's a <laughs> more than anything. What I want from this movie is for it to inspire people to give tabletop RPGs a try. And I'm specifically not saying D&D because we ourselves may not be playing D&D. And D&D and Pathfinder are not the only two. There are dozens, you know, of good tabletop RPGs that many people think are nerdy or difficult to get into. Don't forget Demonic. Demonic, true. Ooh, yeah, you know, I got to drink the blood of a goat every time we play. We do, I mean, but that's optional. <laughs> we, we play out in the woods. <laughs> it's optional. Yeah, you know. Um, in an abandoned cellar. We should. That should be our next That group. would be fun. But I just hope that this movie sparks... D&D's already grown in size, but it just sparks a wave of people that are willing to look into and maybe experience, mm-hmm. be open-minded to trying a tabletop RPG. Um, and with the movies, I think... If, like you said, I loved this party. If they did a sequel with them, I wouldn't be upset in the slightest. Mm-hmm. But maybe give me a sequel with this party, but then also a spinoff yeah. that talks about the other side of the continent. Or maybe this one actually takes place in Baldur's Gate or the Underdark. Like, give me... There, Wizards has done such a great job of crafting this awesome world. Mm-hmm. Let's explore it. That's mm-hmm. what I want. I want yeah. us to dive into it. Um, I did Google it. If this headline is too believed, I don't know. It opened its opening day with 15 million. Opening weekend so far, as of last night, Friday night, was 40 million, which was on the upper end of projections. So it's doing very well. Um, I think it was 150 million budget. Budget. I read. So doing pretty good for itself on its first three days out. That's really good. So, all righty. Any closing thoughts that don't involve rule lawyering? Because I'm going to grab my book, but I'm going to grab it after <laughs> after we end the podcast. Any any closing thoughts? No, no, I don't think so. Okay, thanks for uh, if you if you're listening, thanks for sticking with us after our small hiatus. Yeah, all two of you, yeah. all two of you. Yep. I had two people at my school alone ask when the next episode was coming out, so nice. we've got a minimum of two. So I think we're doing okay. Um, Very nice. We are planning to go see the Mario movie. Doesn't that come out next week? Next April week, April eighth, right? April eighth. Okay, I'm down. If you guys are down, um, yeah. we're going to see it Saturday, and then we can plan that later. And then the week after that, we're going to go see. Uh, I believe it's called Suzume, which is the next. Um, it's an animated movie um, from the guy who did Your Name and Weathering with You. Cole, don't say it. I can feel you tensing. Don't do it. Don't. I'm going to. I'm going to mute you. Don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Don't do I'll, it. I'll save it for that episode. I you got can. my I got my anime bashing to. Um. So while I feel like I'm gonna be putting on my anime armor and trying to defend this movie from you guys, it's gonna make a fun episode at least. Hopefully, so. I'm open minded to it. Yeah, I've watched I, a, a fair a little bit of anime. I mean, I, I won't even say a fair bit. I don't but really a like good bit. animes like Yu Gi Oh and Pokemon. <laughs> Yu Gi Oh was S tier in its heyday. Not not you know trash ones like Attack on Titan. Yeah. Hmm. Cole, I'm going to end the episode on that. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. (laughs) If you liked this, please, please, please share it with (laughs) you. All right. The third please was a little too begging. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Share it with your friends. Have a good day.